Blog Talk Radio. into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. It is a system which has constricted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. I appeared before the Congressional Committee to tell what I knew of activities, which I believe might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship. A part of that plan, of course, is to induce the gradual surrender of American sovereignty, piece by piece and step by step, to various international organizations, of which the United Nations is the outstanding but far from the only example. The consequent willingness of the American people to allow the steps of appeasement by our government, which amount to a piecemeal surrender of the rest of the free world and of the United States itself. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision I had planned another closing message, but I feel compelled to say what I'm about to say. Now, I risk sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but it's no longer a theory. What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one-world communist government. On the outskirts of the national capital today, black limousines with darkened windows converged on a hotel where private security guards imposed ironclad control. The limos carried royalty, political power brokers, and industrial titans to a secret meeting that will last all weekend. 
is known as the Bilderberg Group. Could their objective be world domination? Money from our treasury is now being spent for this effort. We will have a new currency and a new constitution modeled on the Soviet Union's constitution. Our rights will not be inalienable, but they will be granted by government who can also take them away. This is terrorism of the most worst kind, brought on you by our own government. The strongest, freest nation in the history of mankind will be averaged into world communism. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is a very real prospect of a new world order. It is a big idea. A new world order. A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. The new world order is emerging. A new world order can be created. A new world order. The new world order. A 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 world order. A new world order. And the hope that each of us has to build a new world order. I think even that, even that does not describe why the world has changed so much and why the world has turned so much towards a new world order and a new kind of civilization. France intends to proceed together with all people of goodwill around the world. This battle to build a new world order of the 21st century. It's about the future of Europe and a new world order. A new world order. The new world order new world order a new international order new global order is there some sort of a new world order which which gordon brown kind of alluded to god is setting up a new world order and his plan includes you in an era of globalization of political interdependence where the world is ever more swiftly opening up and the cliche about a global community becomes an economic, political, often social reality. In this new world... In this new world, British Prime Minister Brown today declared a new world order is emerging. We want to know what you think, so our poll question is, are you excited that a new world order is emerging? Or are you concerned about America's sovereignty? What is this new world order all about? It is about a reversal of the American Revolution. American Revolution was a bunch of farm kids and kids and get them working in blacksmith shops and working in other jobs, standing up to the greatest army on earth in places like Lexington and Concord and saying to the whole world that forever, no matter what happens, we Americans will decide here and decide for ourselves our own destiny. The new world order is the reversal the overturning of that revolution. That's what the end goal is. America is a rich province, part of their new world order. But I give you my word, if ever I stand up on that east wing of the Capitol and take my oath as President of the United States, when my hand goes up, their new world order comes crashing down. In the near future, Earth is dominated right, by all right, all right. 
All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, you got to start feeling motivated out there, start getting involved, and uh, the time, really, like I always say, is now. Um, do you hear what they just put, what they're putting in the vaccine for the kids? Did you hear what they're putting in there? I mean, this is, this stuff, this is, you just can't make this crap up, man. You just can't. It, uh, tro, tromata, mean, it's very hard to pronounce these chemical names, but it's T-R-O-M-E-T-H-A-M-I-N-E, okay? That is a heart attack drug, okay? That, that right there will give your children a heart attack. They will begin to develop fluid in their chest, around their heart, take a couple years, and then, you know, you know how old people, they get swelling of the ankles, swelling of the legs, fluid will build up. And it will cause chronic heart failure. Okay? Now, if your child is obese or they're a diabetic or uh, they're out of shape like most kids today, or they're, or they're skinny as a rail, anemic and whatnot because they don't get enough sunlight because they're staying in there playing video games all day, or they're on drugs, or they're wearing the Peter Pan pants, whatever the hell, you know, whatever it is, most kids today are not the farm kids that Mr. Buchanan was alluding to in my intro there. Uh... They are uh, children of, of, of no substance. They have no direction. Um, they're weak. Um, their skin is all pale, no sun. Um, you know, you gave them a shovel and told them to dig a trench three, three feet deep, uh, five feet long by 22 this. You know, they wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about, and they'd probably collapse and pass out uh, as soon as they stuck the shovel in the ground, if the shovel didn't break in half first because it's from China. Um, so, you know... Um, this, the bottom line is that this will kill your children. That's the point I'm trying to make. This will kill your children. And this, and this is right before your damn very eyes, man. They are going to wipe out the world's population right before your very eyes. Two, three, four years from now, people are going to be dropping like flies. And they're, they are going, they've told you, I've told you for years, they want to bring the world population down to 500 million. Okay, there's seven and a half billion people on this planet right now. This is going to kill you. They had listen. This is going to, and then in between they will have their wars that will wipe out mass numbers, and their wars they have weapons now that could wipe out <laughs> entire uh, continents, really. But they're not going to. They, they don't want to damage their planet because they're not sure if they can make it in outer space yet. They got the space station up there for a long time now. They got their little little colonies up there, you know. Doing their thing right now, but they, 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 uh, they, they're not, they, you know, they want, they still want planet Earth. That's why they're so wanting to get to Mars because they think they can live on Mars. Okay, but they don't want to destroy planet Earth. But they will if they have to. If it means that they, they're going to be, you know, in jeopardy or go to prison or be hung from the highest tree and from the state capital capital building, that they will, they will push that button and they will launch a nuclear bomb. They will start a nuclear war. They have their underground shelters where they can sustain life and live for 10 to 15 years. They're all over the world, and a lot of them go there. I mean, these Bill Gates, is the Rothschilds, Carnegie's, J.P. Morgan's, uh, the Bilderbergs, uh, you know, all these people. They got these places where they go and they hide, and they're secure. They got islands, for God's sake, and they will uh, fry you from a satellite in outer space if you go anywhere near them, all right, go anywhere near there. So they've got these high-tech things, and, and, and they are – and they control you. They own you. They own everything. 
They own all the important land. They own everything. They own you. And you are controlled. Does it feel good to be a slave? Does it feel good? Does it, does, does, I mean, I don't see anybody angry. I, do, I just don't see anybody marching in the street. I just don't see anything. I see everybody driving to work in their metal coffins every day, just doing nothing, and, and just being complacent and saying, well, what can I do? <laughs> you know, you know. Instead, we're fighting with each other over stupid, silly little battles, like this uh, this uh, uh, Kyle kid. They're gone trial. They're um, back to like the talk. You know, did you see the trial? Are you? I'm getting messages. Are you gonna watch the trial? F no, I'm not watching the trial. Why is it my trial broadcast? Why? What makes him so important? Why do the Jews pick him out out of everybody? Why? Why isn't your trial? Why aren't you on a six o'clock? Why aren't you what your troubles uh, broadcast worldwide? Why is it just one person every they they single out and they and act and donate donations? The guys raised millions of dollars. He doesn't need any more money. I mean, how much damn money is his lawyers charging him? You know, I mean, anything more than two hundred fifty dollars an hour, they need to be reported to the damn bar association. You know, they, I mean, that's a crime. That's usury. Usury. You know, I mean, the guy's got enough donations. Take down the go, GoFundMe. Bring, send the money someplace else to other places that are fighting the the fight. No, I'm not. I'm not saying the kid should be guilty. I'm, I mean, uh, by all means, I hope he get. I mean, it's a crime what's going on to him. But have you enough yet? Have you people had enough? Obviously, you haven't, because you see what's going on, and you're not doing nothing about it. I was talking to a supporter yesterday on the phone. It was a good conversation, you know, and we were talking and everything. And I told him who I talked to and everything. He's like, you don't talk to her. You know, he really didn't believe me too much. But he told me, he says, why don't you get that Gerald Salente on your podcast? And uh, I sent him uh, a message through the, the, the face, Facebook feed he's got. And you can't send him a direct message. And that's fishy right there. That right there is strike. You know, YouTube's got three strikes. Well, I got my own strike system, too. That's strike one against him for coming on my podcast. That's strike number one. Because if I can't get directly in contact with you and you're out there spouting off on the TV how we should live or what's going to happen or giving us advice about the republic and, and, and you're supposedly a patriot, supposedly, but I can't get in touch with you, strike number one. All right, you have a phone, you should be in the trenches, you should be able to get made contact of, just like every one of us. <clears throat> I have a phone, I, that's why I don't put no fake names on social media, I'm who I am, I say who I am, I mean what I say, I don't need to hide behind a curtain, like the Wizard of Oz, you know, like, you, know you know, you know, pretending to be somebody else, and then the curtain opens up, oh, no, you know, and it's, 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 it's oh, it's you. No, I'm who I am, I say who I am, and this is who I really am. I don't need to hide. I don't need to pretend to be anybody I'm not, okay? Because that's strike number two right there. I would not, you know, you don't, if you're pretending to be somebody you're not, then how the hell can I trust you? You know, I mean, because you always got an agenda then. You got a hidden agenda, you know, and whether it be money, whether it be control, whether it be property, whether it be land, whether it be a piece of go, uh, or I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Whether it be a woman or whatever it may be, you have an agenda, and uh, and we can't have individual agendas here, fighting for liberty and freedom. All right, so we have to stand up for what's right. So anyway, back to that, back to the call where you know he says, why don't you get him on? And I said, okay, well he spouts off pretty, he talks to talk. Let's see if he walks to walk. 
I, I can't get a hold of him. There's no way to get a hold of him. He, he, doesn't have a, he has a Facebook page. He's got a Twitter account. He's got all the social media platforms, but there's no way to directly message him. So I don't know who I'm talking to when I send a message, when I email him, because it doesn't say his name, but it's a link on his Facebook page, and I send it, and at first it comes up an error. You know, it's a mailer demon there. So, you know, I mean, and he's got no phone number, so how do, you, how do I get in touch with him? So I don't like that. I don't like that. that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not making a complete all-around conviction of this guy yet, saying that he's no good, and he's, you know. But I'm just saying, it's you know, he should be in the trenches fighting just like you and me. If you get popular and you get big and your name's all out there, you should be able to say everybody else to everybody else, common face to face, regular man. You know, just like they did years ago when the, when the president was in the White House, you used to be able to go right in there, talk to him, and say, hey. I got this problem, you know. Uh, you know, well, the president really doesn't handle that, but I can send you to the congressman there. You're supposed to handle, follow the chain of command, you know, stuff like that. Today, you can't go nowhere near these people because they're far way out there and they're not attached. Uh, they're detached from reality and from the everyday problems that we face, or that we're we're fighting against, or that we're trying to bring our grievances to. So they're not. They're not. You know on the same level as us so how can we we can't have that we can't that's one of our problems in america today we have we have this you know wrong type of separatism you know where it should be the other way so you know we should be if you want to be separate and live you know your own life you should be able to do that but the government tells you you can't you got to live in a melting pot and we all got to be forced and crammed together which that is not what we should have you should have the right to choose to who you want to live with and what community, what type of people you want to live around. You have the, you should have that freedom, you know, and you should have the freedom of choice. I want to bake a cake for a bunch of queers. No, I don't want to, you know, and, and my business shouldn't be shut down because I don't want to do that. You know, you know where I'm getting at. You know where I stand on this. And I'm not saying the guy that it does is wrong either. I'm just saying you have the right to live how you choose as long as nobody else is imposing their will upon you. And that's what it's all about, control. So back to the 500 million thing. Listen, this is, are you mad? They're killing us, and nobody's angry about it. Nobody's upset. Everybody's walking around like, yeah, I know what's going on. You know, other people are walking around like, yeah, I know what's going on, but they're, well, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting for the next guy to stand up and be a leader. Waiting for somebody to stand up and be a leader and, take this, and, and you know, put his, put his uh, neck on the line for everybody else. You know, we need leadership. We need people to stand up and do it. Stop with the Trump crap, okay? You know, this guy don't like Trump. I like Trump. This guy likes Trump. He, Trump's coming back to save us. Trump's filing a lawsuit. This, that. Listen, that's done. It's a dead issue. Dead issue. Dead. Okay? If he runs again, whatever. It doesn't matter. We need new people to stand up and take the plunge and say, hey, let's, you know, look, man, when this country was founded, look who we had, the characters we had in place. Samuel Adams. Uh, Noah Webster, George Washington, Jefferson. I mean, come on, man. The list goes on of great thinkers, great leaders. I mean, great people of standards that were that they backed up. They did what they meant, what they said, and they said what they meant, and they didn't say every everything all around. It was just, you know, it, it walked like a duck and it talked like a duck and it quacked like a duck. Whatever, however you want to put it, they did what they said. We don't have that today. We've got very few people out there we can look towards for leadership and guidance or counseling. Counseling is so very important. We have to counsel each other. We have to talk to each other. 
We have to be able to network with one another. We have to have communication with one another. We've got to make plans. We've got to have hopes. We've got to have dreams. We've got to have a, an attitude to move forward that, that's going to work. We just can't have pipe dreams that just don't ever amount to nothing. You know, stop with the personal pleasures, stop with the personal wants, stop with the personal vendettas, and start working together as one. And then we can all have everything else we want fall into place. But we've got to chop the head of the snake off. And the only way we're going to get to the top of the chain of command here and chop that head of the snake off is we've got to take the feet out from underneath them. We've got to, we got to, we got to pull the carpet out from underneath that, you know, like, and make them fall. And then once he falls, then we chop the head off. You know, you see what I'm getting at here? That's how we got to do it. That's it's, it's the only way. It's the only way. I've analyzed it nine times from under a million times over. It's it, it's the only way we're going to succeed at changing every. And people are saying, "Well, what are you talking about succeeding? What do you mean?" Well, if you don't know, then you just need to sit back or take your zombie pill and go night nights because we you don't know what the hell's going on. People out there know what I'm talking about, know what's going on, and they see the corruption, whether it be in the judicial system, whether it be at the grocery store, whether it be at the traffic light, wherever it may be, at your workplace. Those people who I'm talking to right now, you know what's going on. You know what needs to be done, and start doing it. Start doing it. Because you need to start really getting together here and and, and stopping this not because I really, 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 really understand and have this feeling that things are really coming down real soon here. I mean, I think there's going to be some major changes. I just got that feeling. I mean, uh, I, I just think that we're we're in for something huge here after after the first of the year. I really do. I remember last year was January 6th when that, that crap went down. So I really think that it's going to be, you know, I, they don't like doing things right before Christmas because that's their sun god. You know, that's the Pope Day, you know, December 25th. It's not the birth of Jesus Christ because he was born in October. That, that's the, this is the Roman Catholic Church today. And then you got your Hanukkah, you know, uh, the Festival of Lights or whatever the hell they call it. You know, so that, that's the, they don't like doing stuff around then. So I would say, you know, it usually comes around after January. So we're really going to be starting to uh, move forward here. And uh, I think there's some things that are really going to be happening, man. So it really, this is very important. Take heed to six five seven three three zero six one six. Press number one if you want to talk here tonight, and jump on the platform, or just talk about anything you want to talk about, or or bring up a problem or issue that you think should be addressed, or you have any ideas. Listen, man, I'm always open to ideas. I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to just general talking. That's what this show is all about: communication, talking with each other. You know, you don't have to stay on point. You don't have to talk about what what I opened up with. You can talk about anything you want. Hopefully, it's something you know of uh, substance. And you don't call in with some stupid nonsense or crap like that. I mean, sometimes they get these funny prank callers that call in, and a couple of them are pretty good. They must have took a lot of work and, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like the one there with the wheelchair, you know. The <laughs> you know, the two guys in the wheelchair fighting. You know, that's pretty funny. You know, a lot of guys uh, <laughs> uh, called me up after the show acting like that was freaking funny. So, you know, but, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not suggesting people do that. I'm just saying that, you know, we should... Uh, you know, get together here and start uh, networking. So let me check the phone boards here real quick, see if anybody called in and uh, and uh, tried to talk. I didn't advertise too much of the show. I only sent out a few uh, few uh, links and whatnot to the show. Uh, let me get over here to the, to the studio thing here. i got a million things going on here today. So uh, 
check out the phone board. Anybody press number one, then I'll uh, get you on, man. You know, well, let's see here. Blog talk. There we go. All right, so nobody, no pressers ones, no pressers ones. Okay, we got a few people on the call board, but no pressers ones. Well, let me play a, a joke for you then. It, I mentioned Hanukkah. You know, I mean, is this, I, I think I did this a few weeks ago, but for, I got a couple requests on it. You know, um, you know, years ago, back in the 90s, they used to uh, mock, you know, uh, the Jews and whatnot, you know, for the Hanukkah. And, and this guy, he's a Jew, I think, uh, made up this song, you know. So they played it on the radio. For, and then all of a sudden, like about five, six years ago, they banned it. It's not allowed to be played on the radio anymore because it's, it's racist. So anything that's racist, I have to play. Anything that's offensive, I have to do because that's just who I am because I like doing that. You know, because that's what America's all about, I think. So... <laughs> So uh, we'll play the we'll play, we'll do the Hanukkah song. How about that, huh? Happy Hanukkah. Uh, if I can get the past the commercials and the, and the, the, the brainwashing first. Oh. Tonight is the seventh night of Hanukkah, and here to sing a Hanukkah song is Adam. a kid, uh, th- 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 this time of year always always made me feel a little left out because uh, uh, in school there were so many Christmas songs and all us Jewish kids had was the song Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. And, uh, so uh, I wrote a brand new Hanukkah song for you Jewish kids to sing and I hope you like it. <laughs> Festival of Light. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee was light star menorah. So do Kirk Douglas, James Conn, and the late Dinah Shura. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Ponzarelli. Paul Newman's half Jewish and Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together, what a fine-looking Jew.
this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica, but don't smoke marijuana. If you really, really wanna have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. everybody there that's that's a racist uh you know song there so uh that's banned from all fm uh stations now so <laughs> there was uh they used to play it up there at hartford connecticut uh the uh, uh wccc and everybody just called in complaining i guess so they they banned it or or the the the, the quarter percent jewish community i guess complained so since they complained i have played it you know and I, i'll probably do it a couple more times as the Hanukkah season, just just to piss them off, you know. Maybe I'll get uh, you know kicked off blog talk for this. I don't know, you know. But uh, we'll see, you know. But hey, if it pisses them off, I'm gonna do it, and that's just how it's got to be. Maybe it'll wake some people up, you know. Wake them up. But anyway, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, man. Anybody got any news stories out there? Anybody want to make some comments? Like I said, the phone lines are open here tonight. So, you know, it's a very important day today, by the way. So it's Veterans Day. Um, you know, uh, I don't think enough attention is paid to the uh, veterans of uh, of uh, the Revolutionary War. Um, that that is so very, 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 very important. Uh, that they don't, you notice that they don't pay too much attention to that war. It's always the Gulf War or Afghanistan or something like. Which I'm not saying is wrong because you know we have to honor our vets. They did fight for our democracy, not democracy, our republic, our republic. You know, the, the democracy. Oh, that word democracy, man. It's just when people say that word, it just ah irritates me, man. We're not a democracy, but uh, you know today's Veterans Day, so uh, you know I wanted to do a couple things for that and uh, honor our uh, our uh, you know our soldiers that you know sacrificed their lives for uh, you know the uh, the freedoms we're supposed to have because we we sh- certainly are losing them and we. And I think that's such a disrespect, so disrespectful to the uh, men and women that, you know, have paid the price for freedom. Or, they, you know, because, look, whether they were fighting an unconstitutional war or not, they still answered the call of duty and, and showed their bravery and and gave, paid that ultimate sacrifice. And it's the Stromleys. And there's a lot of homeless veterans out there that need help, you know, uh, so really, today should have been a day that people paid attention, um, you know, to that cause, and that that was, you know, they should do it every day, just not one day. But uh, you know, it's something that we should uh, really, really, really sit back and say, hey, you know, if you know a veteran right now that uh, maybe is in need, or if you know a family that has lost a uh, uh, a, a vet, you know, there was I was reading an old email that I got from. Uh, um, uh, Taya, uh, Taya, Taya's, uh, Chris Kyle's wife, uh, she sent me an email, I was, I was going through my old emails and I happened to find it, you know, and I was going to have her on the podcast, I remember years ago, um, when the, uh, movie American Sniper came out, um, so, uh, I was looking at that, so it kind of, uh, you know, uh, hit me there, I was like, you know, I wish, I wish I would have stayed a little much, because, you know, he was murdered, Chris Kyle, um, you had a gun range um, by a by a, a marine actually, and uh, you know it, it's why the guy did it. Just still to this day, it's just uh, 
don't understand. I mean, Chris Kyle was, you know, a good guy. Uh, if anybody doesn't know who Chris Kyle is, um, you know, uh, I knew him. And, uh, you know, he was, he came, you know, he, he was known as the devil of Ramadi, you know, in uh, Iraq's bear. And uh, he had a guy from 2,000 yards out, 2,000, I don't have the exact, but, uh, uh, you know, he was, he thought that made him, you know, hurled him up to, up the ladder there in the echelon of, of snipers, American snipers. And, uh, you know, he, um, you know, he didn't die in combat, but he died, you know, when he, when he came back and uh, helping out other vets. And that, that's what he did. Cause he, you know, when he came back, he was, he was, uh, you know, he went through a lot, man. You know, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and anybody out there who suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder knows that that's, it's a horrible condition that you have, um, mental health, it, and, and there's very little help out there you can get for it. And talking and talking about your problems and talking about your, your uh, you know, what, you know, the things that affected you uh, throughout the war, combat, or, or if you're a victim of a crime, something like that, or, you know, whatever, whatever reason is why you suffer post-traumatic stress disorder. Not, because, not these dumb yuppies out there today, if they drop a pencil on the floor and they can't pick it up, they, you know, they, they go into a panic attack or something. No, no, I'm talking about, um, you know, people that have really, you know, that have sacrificed or have, have performed service uh, for their government and, and became, well, you know, injured or, or lost. Or, you know, whatever reason they've suffered post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, it's a very, it's a, it's a bad, bad um, way. To, it's a horrible thing to live with, a condition, post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, I, I actually have post-traumatic, about PTSD, and, uh, you know, um, and it's, it's hard to deal with, you know. And uh, talking about it and, and the veterans out there, talking with vets and how they cope with it, it's uh, really, you know, it helps out and, you know, it's just something that, that has to be addressed more, and I think it's brushed underneath the carpet, and uh, that, you know, how it's not uh, addressed, especially with our vets. And But uh, back to the uh, the email there. Yeah, I was reading the email, and she sent me a couple emails years ago, 2015, I think, 2014. I'm going to try to pull it up and read one of them, actually. Uh, she gave me a little speech there about the show and whatnot, and um, I'm going to try to pull it up here but um, in a couple minutes and uh, read it. You know, it, but it just brought me back to that time. You know, I remember they were or putting together uh, veterans, veterans against ISIS. Um, um, I, I'm looking at the T-shirt right now. Actually, Sean Rowe he sent it to me. Veterans against ISIS. Uh, he came on my podcast. Uh, he was on the O'Reilly Factor. Sean Hannity and they were putting together a team to go over there and uh, uh, rescue people from ISIS because uh, the government, Obama, criminal administration, would not get involved. No, you know, they weren't doing anything, and people were over there being persecuted, and people were being left behind. And uh, so they started putting together this team, and they contacted me. And, uh, you know, needless to say, he came on a podcast, and, we, you know, we were putting this together. And, uh, you know, um, the Obama administration shut it down. You know, uh, I'm not going to go into details about that uh, because of disclosure agreements and whatnot, but... Um, you know, the, the criminal Obama administration. Uh, but they shut it down. But, um, you know, it was back during that time period, and, uh, you know, we were conversing back and forth, a lot of us throughout the country. And, um, you know, and I just, I just remember back the battles that we were fighting back then. And, 
how they fell apart. You know, nothing nothing came about of them. You know, nothing formulated, and 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 we were not able to keep that foundation of uh, strength of unity together to battle tyranny and and to fight fight against the system. And that's what I see again today, and I see it today, and I see it all the time happen. And as you grow older and experienced, and you're in the battle and you're in the fight, no matter what battle you're in, you uh, you know you you learn you've learned and you see it how it falls apart and it aggravates you. And it's like, man, why can't we get these? Why can't we get together and 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 bring bring something of 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 importance? something solid that will last a generation or generations to come that we can fix this nonsense that we have right now that's going on, you know? And we just don't, we just don't, we just don't, I just, we just can't get it together, man. I don't know why, you know? And there's a lot of good ideas out there and there's a lot of good suggestions and there's a lot of good true patriots out there that, that want to stand up and fight and come together and, and put together platforms, but then we get deplatformed, we get shut down, we get censored, you got some idiot out there that goes out and gets arrested, or you get some filthy, rotten scumbag that wants to infiltrate the ranks and, and tear everybody apart. You know, whatever the may be, it's like we can't get out of our own way. We get singled out. I think Sarge was talking about that one night, you know, how they they single you out, and uh and and rip it apart. And we were talking about that the other night with the Republic. Somebody called in and uh, was was talking about, you know, why should I put my neck out on the line for you guys or anybody else because of the mistrust factor, or or the, or the pigheadedness or the bullheadedness of the of people that want all control and power. And they they do the same thing these thugs from the New World Order do. They want control and authority over somebody else. And the self was the you know the lack of 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 I guess you could say, I guess pride comes into the picture, but the lack of um, not wanting to have control over your brother or your fellow man or your or the group that you're in or the patriot group that you're in or networking network that you're in, the, the, the lack of self-control is so pathetic. I mean, where people just can't control themselves and they just can't see it. They can't get out of their own way. Everybody's got to argue over the stupidest crap. You know, and it and it destroys the moral fabric of what you were trying to do or what we were trying to do. And my point being is, is that what happened to us also? And then, of course, the government saw that things were getting together and formulating, and a good plan was being put together. And uh, they they stepped in and and crushed it. They did that with the Republic years ago too. You know, and then locking people up for nonsense. And then you had idiots to go out there and do stupid crap, and it brings heat and. Uh, uh, to, to and and families get destroyed and we lose good people and they're sitting in prison forever now, for what, for what, you know? I mean, so don't be stupid. That's my advice out there. Don't be stupid. We don't condone violence. We don't agitate anybody out there to go on their own and be a, a lone wolf and do anything crazy or hurt anybody. That's not what this show is about or any other platform I've been a part of. That's not what we uh, condone. That's not what it's all about. We're only here to wake people up and try to bring people together to, you know, uh, express freedom and regain freedoms that we feel we're, we're losing and, or have lost. So that's what it's all about, man. You know, that's what it's really all about. So um, with that being said, uh, phone number is 657-383-0616 if you want to uh, come on the podcast here tonight. Let's see if I can pull up that email, but I'm going to play something here real quick. Uh, let's see if I get some news here, get some talking points generated maybe. 
get some, oh, here it is, that heart attack thing I was just talking about with kids. Let's, let's listen to that for a couple minutes uh, and get some information out there so people can use it, the people out there that really take from the podcast or, or, or are willing to learn and listen. Uh, let me play that and uh, see where we go from there tonight. Because, like I said, I don't have anything really special planned here tonight. Usually I've been putting together guests, but tonight I don't have any guests. So uh, it's a free-for-all. So let me play this, and uh, we'll go from there. Promethamine. T-R-O-M-E-T-H-A-M-I-N-E. If you're driving on the road, listening. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the FDA announcement, October 26th. It didn't get published for a few days after, so about 12 days ago. This is when they said we're going to inject the children a few days before Halloween. They finally made the announcement on October 30th. FDA briefing document, EUA amendment request, Pfizer, Biontech, COVID-19 vaccine for use in children 5 to 11 years of age. And let me turn to the page for you. you got to read the whole document. This is on page 14. By the way, you try to put this out on Twitter or Facebook, they take it down. Disinformation is reading directly from the document. To provide a vaccine with an improved stability profile, they say this for stability, the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine for use in children 5 to 11 years of age uses the drug right there, the same drug we just told you about, throwmethamine, right there, throwmethamine, Buffer instead of the phosphate buffered saline, once it's used cyanide, as used in the previous formulation, and excludes sodium chloride and potassium chloride. The packaging vial for the new formulation are stored frozen. And then it goes on. So, I just read to you that you can go on my website, InfoWars.com, and link three will be on the FDA.gov, and you will read that they don't put the regular saline solution that's in all the vaccines for 100 years. They put a toxic, very dangerous heart attack drug in it for children in a large dose. And it says do not inject it into muscle. It will necrose the tissue. That means kill it. My God. I mean, we, let me tell you, I've been on here 28 years, nothing's came even half as close to this. It's now becoming accepted knowledge, accepted fact, that global government run by private corporations is taking over the United States and other formerly sovereign nations. They're being destroyed. All the checks and balances are being annihilated. Our, our borders are being destroyed. Our currency is being destroyed. And the American people have been listed as terrorists by the rogue federal government. InfoWars is going to continue to fight on. And there is a big awakening happening. We have a good chance of beating these people. But we're not going to be able to stay on air unless you support us. And you've been doing it. So spread the word about the broadcast. Pray for the broadcast. But also buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. If you're shopping with the big corporations or the establishment, you're aiding the enemy. If you're funding us and getting great products, you are helping lead the war effort. I cannot express to you how important it is to buy your products and do your Christmas shopping and do your Black Friday shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got storewide free shipping right now and double Patriot points. In the 21st century, war is carried out by covert means under the shroud, under the cover of medical necessity. 
Here we are living in such a historic and incredibly dangerous time. Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Tromethamine. 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 That's what was announced 12 days ago in a FDA posting on their site about their emergency authorization for five and ups of the experimental Pfizer injection, which they then said was approved under a drug name that is approved in the year 2026, four plus years from now. And I'm going to show you for TV viewers, that's why I started simulcasting my radio show more than 20 years ago on TV, because people wouldn't believe me when I just told them I had a document. So here, I can show it to you. It's all linked up on InfoWars.com. We've got a link in the live show feed to the FDA document or articles that have the links. But if you look right here, if you're a TV viewer, you see this? That's the FDA document at FDA.gov. You see that right there? And this is the equivalent of reading the menu list for Cyclone B in the German death camps. Now, this is a very dangerous drug. It's a very toxic drug. And I wondered why two weeks ago they suddenly authorized it for five and ups. And that was on the news. We said, oh, look, if there's more heart attacks in children, they just authorized this toxic drug for children to have heart attacks and myocarditis, not knowing that they had just quietly slipped it in there, that they're putting it as the, quote, base in the Pfizer shot. No longer is the Pfizer shot for children going to be in a saline salt solution like most drugs you inject, all vaccines. Even the nasals in a saline solution, but a very toxic heart attack drug that you only take when someone's dying of a heart attack because it has so many bad side effects. And the dose I looked it up is a very toxic, near fatal dose in children of the drug, which can actually make them have a heart attack. I mean, folks, they might start putting cyanide in there on TV, and kids might start dropping dead by the thousands, and the news will say it's good. I mean, we're entering that territory. This is psycho behavioral psychologists running all this to just see how many of us they can kill and, and normalizing this. They're normalizing it. Because, you know, the Germans could argue they didn't know about death camps and things, and Eisenhower made them go and do tours of it and look at it for themselves in famous film footage. But here, we know it's a death camp. We know it's a slow kill. We know it stays in the body for 15 months at least and causes all sorts of cardiovascular problems from the vaccine. But now, they just go, oh, we're not going to have the Pfizer shot based on saline for children. It's a heart attack drug. Wow. And then there's no coverage of it except a legal notice. Oh, it's authorized in children now. Why not? They emergency authorize these mRNAs. Why not some heart attack medicine for your child? Holy Frankenstein. Now, when I started calling people about this last night, they thought I was joking. Prominent people. 
saying, hey, you got to see this. And when they saw it was actually empty website, they basically crapped themselves and so did I. So I shot a report about it last night with Rob New. We were up here till 8. And I was pretty excited in the video. I saw complaints. I was interrupting Rob during it. Yeah, I'm upset they're killing kids. Yeah, I'm upset in the video. Why don't you worry about other killing kids? Or go do your own video exposing it. And my point is, is that we're in a damn war. Doesn't matter how my delivery is. In fact, the, the, I mean, I don't know. I just can't sit here on air and just talk this. I'm not going to do anything violent like they're doing to our children because they'll use that against us. But they deserve to be held accountable. I mean, they, they are attacking us. You know, if a crazy man showed up to your house with a needle full of cyanide or a needle full of Drano and tried to inject you, you would have a right. You would have a duty to protect yourself and your children. And Fauci is this well-known crazy madman, but, but, but here's the thing. I'm going to get to this at the bottom of the hour. That's just one thing here. It, this is over the top. The fact that no one even knows about it, the fact that it happened 12 days ago, the fact that it's, it's all right here, the fact that it has all these horrible side effects, it says you must inject it into someone's vein to go directly into the heart. Or it can kill someone. <laughs> That's the main indication. I guess the contraindication is, you know, doing the opposite. And they say, inject it into the muscle of the child. What the hell? And it says in the literature that will necrose the arm. It'll eat a hole. It liquefies you. So this is designed to be injected into a vein. So it goes into the heart. That's the closest thing to the heart's a vein, because it's going into the heart to get oxygenated. It's supposed to go into a vein, not into an artery. Oh, here it is. I, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not even a doctor, but I called doctors about this last night, and they didn't even know about this. I mean, uh, wow, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa is you that goes along with this. They, they, they've made a psychotic attack on humanity. I mean, now it's totally confirmed. And remember what the FDA doctor said. He goes, I'm voting to approve this because we don't know what this is going to do. We have to test it on the general public. Test it on children. Yeah, don't go get a guinea pig or a rat because they already did secret tests. They already to them because the blood clots and kills them. So let's just do it to the children. I mean, you, when you see these guys, these are psycho freaks paid off by the system on TV literally killing children, and they're financing moves to shut us all down and ban us. And the head of Pfizer says he wants everybody criticizing him arrested. Okay, I, I'm going to cover all this. And then show the actual FDA document right here in my hand at the bottom of the hour, okay? And all the side effects and everything else, so everybody you know, friends, family, tell them to tune in. And now we've got the former head of Planned Parenthood, who wants to guess kill kids after they're out of the line, saying, yeah, but the Anderson Cooper, it's okay, you get a 15 times increase in myocarditis and heart attacks. That's no big deal. It's no big deal, 15 time increase in heart attacks. No big deal. Just gaslighting. Well, it's no big deal. 15-time increase in us. Oh, but they just are banning these vaccines, these deadly injections, all over the world, including Europe, Germany. But, but oh, you're, but see, America's targeted for total destruction. The fact that I didn't know about this for 12 days and that it was reported on a few little sites and that some of my crew knew about it. All right.
All right, everybody. Okay, he goes on. He rambles. But the first party does, does pretty good there with the, uh, you know, the information. That's what we try, try to get get out there. Um, you know, uh, it, look, man, they're going to kill your kids. I mean, are you upset about this? Are you mad? I mean, are you, uh, I mean what are you – what are you – I like that. Remember that movie uh, – what was the name of that movie there? Uh, ah, man, Al Capone there with Elliot Ness there. That, you know, the Sean Connery movie where he, where he goes, uh, what are you prepared to do? What are you prepared to do? <laughs> That's what I feel like telling you. What are you prepared to do? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what the, these people, that's what we have trying to do, organize. I mean, listen, people, wake the hell up. You know? Look, I got my vaccine. My kid got my vaccine. They're just fine. They're healthier than ever. You know? And then three years from now, <laughs> he was playing football and he just dropped. <laughs> and they blame now they're gonna blame the school, the team, the football. They're overexerting the kids. It should not have ever happened. But then you look back and you remember. You know, but we remember. They don't. You know, the zombies don't. He got the vaccination. He got the vaccination and the booster shots three, four years ago. You know, and but you know, but but you, and then you go tell people, don't you remember he got the vaccine? Don't you remember you got it too? Oh, oh you know, and you know, no, you know they won't remember. They won't remember. No, they didn't get the shot three years ago. It was like eight years ago. People, their memories like slip. It's like they go senile or something. They go nuts. Alzheimer's. You know, I, I, I talk to people all the time. I said, yes, you did say that. Don't you remember two years ago? You. Did did say that. No, I didn't. I mean, people, it's like they're losing their mind. They can't remember nothing. People are nuts. Man, I remember everything, okay? I remember what was said three years ago, five years ago, six years ago. I got a very bad short-term memory, but a very good long-term memory. And I remember, and I'm telling you, man, people are losing their mind. You know, it's like every conversation I have. Is, and, and, and sometimes I question myself, am I going crazy? No, no. You know, it's it's them. My friends, close friends even I'm talking to, I say, you did tell me that. It was two weeks ago. Don't you remember? No, no, I did not say that. You know, so that's what it's going to be like with this vaccine. Four years from now, people will will be on like the third other uh, uh, false flag or whatever, and people will forget all about it. Do you remember conversations you had or things you did during the swine flu flu thing? Do you remember that? The swine flu, remember the H1N1? They named well, they named it. Remember, it was called swine flu at first. Remember, you know, people don't even remember that. They're like, no, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, you know, but then they named it H1N1. Then, uh, then they tried like pushing it real, and they named it. They gave it another name. How many people have to remember the third name? Huh? Probably not many of you. No point in telling you, because you know. But the thing of it is, is that you know, this is the crap that we're going through, man. People don't know. I mean, it looks. See, I keep everything too. Like, like I'm gonna read, like these old emails. I was just telling you I was gonna read one there from Taya, but I'm gonna read this one here. This is from uh, this guy. Remember, we were talking about this is when all the bank foreclosures were going on, and the Republic was trying to stop and help people. You know, and I remember my land. You know, I my, I don't own my land. I have a warranty deed. I don't like that. I'm a tenant on my own land. I had to pay a property tax. Well, that's a good thing to pay taxes, right? I mean, you know, we all got to put in our share, don't we? No. If you really know what a warranty deed is, warranty deed is now they can come harass the shit out of you. You know, I mean, you got to look up to the codes. You got to do this, do that. No. <clears throat> no. Well, anyway, this guy sent me an email. Remember, he's just back, uh, let's see, this is back in uh, 2000, uh, what's the date on this thing? Uh, February 10th, uh, 2012. 
All right, he goes, uh, I'm not trying to discourage you from asserting your rights. I'm just pointing out that if you pursue this to its end, the end may not be what you envisioned. However, there are steps you can take a little at a time to test the waters without losing your property. Now, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I want to get a land patent or a land allodial. That means I own the land. It's mine. Get the hell off of it. They can't do nothing. All right? And, and you really own it. You know, it's yours. And you don't have to pay no taxes or shit like that either. Anyway, he goes, uh, at the end, it may not be uh, what you envisioned. However, there are steps you can take a little at a time to test the waters without losing your property. One of them is, is to pay the tax under protest and then file suit to recover the uh, tax, explaining the reasons for, uh, for, for so doing. It leaves you in the proper position for maintaining possession of your property without fear of being taken for failure to pay and allows you to pursue a remedy and claim your right to own without, as you say, paying homage to the king. Homage to the king, excuse me. Homage to the king. Uh, as to your statement uh, that you wish uh, you never know about this stuff, you are one of the blessed ones to have insight into the uh, dilemmas of our day. Because <laughs> I'm telling myself, like, I'm, like, they're uncovering all this crap, you know, because I'm learning. And I'm like, man, I wish I never knew some of this crap, man. You know, so anyway, he goes, uh, um, he goes, uh, to be ignorant of such things is why we are where we are as a country and why you can no longer own a property without a fight. Uh, um, to allow government uh, an unchecked hand in everything we do is the very definition of slavery and tyranny and cannot be accepted. You have been given information for a reason, and we will be held accountable for what we do with this information, not only by our children and their children, but by God himself. We are the bastions of liberty who keep the wolves away from total and totally annihilating uh, what freedoms we have left. If those who, uh, who know what is going on do nothing to stop uh, uh, this, this, this uh, well, I can't, what do you say here, maelstrom, ma- maelstrom, I can't pronounce that word, from happening, who will? I stand ready to help you in your endeavors in any way I can. I am not a substitute for study on your part. This is essential if you are to engage in the warfare. May God bless you and continue your efforts to restore liberty and freedom, and we appreciate everything you do and continue to fight for our our freedoms also. God bless and Godspeed. That's uh, one of a patriot friend I had years and years ago. Um, Many one of the many people I network with or talk to. This that guy actually um, he was very 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 smart. is uh, out in Montana. I think he's from Montana. Um, but uh, you know, um, you know, he's uh, uh, these are the you know, I, I, you know, these are the, you know, teach we teach each other. My point I'm trying to make is that um, you know we have to uh, network with each other. You know, um, and uh, you know, communicate with each other and and help each other, help each other out. And we're not helping each other, man. We're not doing it. We're 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 scattered abroad, fighting our own silly little uh, battles here, you know. Um, and uh, right here, he's, uh, another one. He says, uh, um, another person that uh, they cooked me up with in my county. He says, Sarah gave me your email, Joseph Gibson. I live in uh, Rockingham County. Also, my question is how. How can I? Uh, okay, uh, something personal there about the criminals in de facto. I don't want to get into that over here. But, but uh, you know, the, um, you know, uh, these are the things we got to do, man. We got to work together. You know, I mean, we got to communicate. We got to open up the lines of communication. We have got to 
Um, nobody says we have to go meet at a rally and hold up a sign and shout at cars driving by. It's, you know, you know. I mean, that's, you know, if that's what you want to do, I mean, that's a good thing to get attention. But I really don't like, the, you know, the bat faggots on the corner video filming me. You know, and setting me up to, you know, flashbang my house. You know, uh, and, and and put me in a concrete box for thirty years because you don't know who's standing out there with you. You know, you got to be careful. You know, you got to be very very careful out there putting yourself on Front Street like that. You know, because um, somebody uh, talked to me a couple of days ago, actually, and they're like, you know, well, you know, you know, get out there and start protesting or whatever. It's some rally they were having down in, uh, 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 what the hell is it, Raleigh. You know, and I was like, nah, man, I ain't going down there with that crap. You know, I, uh, what for? I'm going to drive down there, you know. You know, and, and he got into a little mad, you know. He's like, well, you know, uh, listen, I don't want to be down there. And like I said, the bat faggots are video video filming you. They're watching everything you do. They're, get, they're building a profile on you. You're down there causing problems. You know, you're going to get yourself jammed up. You're going to get in trouble. And, and then where are you going to be? What's you, what are you going to do then? You're punching ghosts, man. You're fighting ghosts. You know, you're in two feet of water drowning. You know, punching up at the sky. It makes no sense. You know, but pick your fights, you know, pick your battles wisely. You know, and really, really, we need to be concentrating on the war. You know, we're in a war here, a war. It's a spiritual war. It's an information war. You know, we're not in a war right now. You know, I'm not trying to knock anybody who gets out there and, uh, you know, wants to get, to, you know, wants to unite and whatnot and, and rally together. I'm not against that. I'm just saying, you know, you got to be careful, though. There's a lot of provocateurs out there, a lot of setup jobs, a lot of people out there that are trying to screw you over. A lot of people don't like you. You know, look at me. You know, I get attacked here and there. You know, we've heard it on this radio show even. You know, uh, other, you know, it's, 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 you got to be careful. You don't know who your friends are anymore, you know. But then again, that paranoia and that sept, uh, separatism idea of that you can't trust the next guy, you got to be careful of that too because that's what they want. They want you to, to, to self-destruct from within. You know, that's, that's uh, the most easiest way to destroy a network or an organization. You know, so you got to be careful, man. And that's all I'm saying. Be wise. You know, be smart on um, how you do things. Don't don't get sucked into uh, a, a foolish foolish ways of these of these other idiots out there. And watch out for those loose loose can. You know, people out there shouting at the top of their lungs, acting like jackasses, want to fight the world. You know, they're the first ones to sell you out. You know, so you got to be careful. You know, I mean, I'm, and, but there's a lot of good people out there. I know that for a fact. You know. Um, you know, look at the people I've met on this podcast show that I've yet to meet still around the country. That You know, I, I look forward to meeting some of these people that I've uh, spoken to on this uh, podcast and other and the other uh, podcasts, too, you know, that where I was for a while on that platform. You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, I look forward to meeting some of these people because I believe that their heart is in the place. I believe that they, they, they really want to uh, make an effort and a change, to, and, they, and they stand up for what they believe in. Whether or not people disagree with them or, they dis- or you disagree with them, it doesn't matter. You know, what matters is you're, stand, you're standing up for what you believe in, and, and you've uh, studied it out, and you've studied it out, and you, and you know what you're fighting for is really, really important, and, and it's important to a lot of other people. That's a noble uh, thing to do, to stand up with your uh, brother in arms, I like to call it, you know, to, to stand up side by side and fight with each other. You know, so don't don't get the message the wrong way. Don't take it the wrong way. Six five seven three three zero six one six. You want to press the number one and talk? You can. <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice here. Uh, getting going here, but uh, let me uh, check the phone boards here. See anybody wants to jump in here. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. I know I didn't 
don't promote the show too much, dear. All right, we got a private caller here. Let's bring him on. Go ahead, dear private caller. You've been waiting a while. Yeah, Joe, how you doing, man? I'd like to issue my right. congratulations and gratitude to you on Veterans Day. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, same, and look, Sarge, you uh, you have every right. You know, you're a vet. You served, you know, you know, and you put in a lot of years. <laughs> so I want to say thank you for your service, and uh, you know, you you know, you, you are owed that respect. Hey, every honorably discharged veteran, whether they saw combat or not, deserves the thanks because it's just a matter of whether or not you were there to be in the breach when the time came to be. I mean, it's just the right. luck of the draw sometimes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, you know, and, uh, um, that was, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll make my uh, response. Well, I was, I was watching the thing about uh, the medal. I wanted to ask you, actually, because you're a veteran. I'm trying to get veterans to call in, actually, but I didn't advertise the show. The Medal of Honor winner, uh, there was 250 Medal of Honor winners during the Vietnam War era. And uh, the, what they're trying to push now is the 74 and 75 years where those those issues did not – the government doesn't recognize that as a time of war. So a lot of those men that died and sacrificed or, or fought during that period are not recognized, you know. And they can't get a lot of the, the uh, benefits for uh, – for the time they fought, you know, as as a uh, combat, you know what I mean? They, they can't get the benefits. I forget what that's called with the VA, but they can't get the, you know, they can't access. Vietnam era you know, is the, what they, I mean, yeah, they do have yeah. an official cutoff for the Vietnam era veteran. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so but, yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah, I know a lot of those, there were Marines who were killed in the evacuation from Vietnam when Saigon fell in 1975. Yeah. And uh, they were they were they died in Vietnam. They were killed there, you know, during the rocket shelling when the North Vietnamese were shelling the capital, in the evacuation from the embassy. You know, lifting off from the uh, embassy annex in South Vietnam in Saigon. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't get not, you know, they didn't get recognized for that. They do get the Purple Heart and all that because they died in combat, but they're not considered Vietnam era veterans as such. Yeah, and I was listening to that this morning. Some guy was talking about that, um, and he's yeah. trying to fight for that. So, you know, but I just wanted to bring that but up. You know you know what I'd appreciate era. you allowing me to do, Joe? What's that? I got 19 guys from Outfit whose names are on that wall, who I knew personally, most of them. And I'd like to read their names so that other people yeah, man. on your, your show could know that they lived and they served this country, and most of them were great guys. They were my brothers, and I love them still to this day. Uh, of course, by all means. When do you want to do it? You want to do it now? Go right ahead. If I can. Yeah, man, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Private First Class Herman Bernard Bax, Specialist Fourth Samuel Alonzo Besson, Sergeant First Class Lester Earl Bunner, Specialist Fourth Chris B. Cordova, Private First Class Michael Lou Cox, Private First Class Robert Kreider, uh, Private First Class, Carl Dean Dixon. Specialist Fourth, Thomas Hoyt Farmer. First Lieutenant, James Kenneth Flannery. Specialist Fourth, Eugene Marshall Frick. Corporal Terry Lee Gilpin. Sergeant First Class, John Alton Herbert. Staff Sergeant, Eugene Huggins. Uh, Private First Class, Francis Joseph Keller. Corporal Glenn Errol Kelly. First Lieutenant, Robert Burton Lacantes. Specialist Fourth, Eugene John Lees. Sergeant First Class, uh, Elbert Marcantle. Specialist Fourth, 
William Joseph Martinez, Staff Sergeant Raymond Allen May, First Lieutenant Ted Camless Owen, Corporal Gary McCullough, Staff Sergeant Jerry Lewis Ogren, Specialist Fourth Grover Cecil Pearson, Specialist Fourth James Joseph Polasek, Staff Sergeant Arthur Houston Price, Staff Sergeant Joseph Thomas Robertson, Sergeant William Howard Schaller, Sergeant First Class Roscoe Seibert, Corporal Eugene Ray Tanner, Sergeant David Thornton Taylor, Corporal Billy Jean Wade, and last but not least, First Lieutenant Bruce W. Heskett. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I remember you, and I wish to God, I hope people never forget men and young men like them because uh, they were some of the best people I've ever known in my life, and I love them still to this day. And they lost, and they 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 paid the ultimate sacrifice. Is that what you're right? They're all dead. They all died over there. Yeah. They were killed in action over there or on operations. Well, and they were in my. I knew most of them. I knew most of them. I I was either acquainted with them, or they were my very close friends. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I still see them in my mind's eye to this day, laughing, joking, having a beer, talking about women, chasing women, whatever. <laughs> You know, young men, and you know, uh, they were they they yeah. literally. I, sometimes we fought with each other. We didn't like each other very much, and sometimes we got along great. But the thing of the matter is, I don't know any of them that you couldn't count on to have your back when the, when the chips were down. Well, they were talking about that too this morning. Actually, this guy was talking about it. Uh, he said during the Vietnam era, he said, you know, uh, with, with the uh, you know the, the the units or whatever, they they would fight with each other, the blacks and the whites, right? You know, they're fighting because they're, you know, they separate, you know, but but when in the, in the battlefield, when they're in that, you know. Yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Know. It didn't matter that much. Story, that you much. Know. It didn't matter <laughs> that, that much. You counted on with somebody who's going to keep his watch, wouldn't fall asleep at night on guard duty on the perimeter. You know, wherever you were dug in at night, wherever you happened to find yourself, somebody you knew would maybe share his stuff. You got some food in the mail or whatever. Somebody who, when you were, when you were, a little bit more sick than usual because you had malaria or you had dengue fever or dysentery or whatever. They might take a watch for you or something. That kind of guy, yeah. yeah that, that's that's yeah. what you were mostly concerned about. And if, if they were there, they were all right with you. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. speaking of wars and battles, you know, I was kind of gratified to see what came out of that Rittenhouse trial yesterday. I was really gratified to see this young man hold his composure on the stand, even though he broke down once. But this prosecutor, man, and this prosecution is so malicious and so ill-conceived, I, I just could not imagine how they could have ever had the nerve to bring a court like that, a case like that against that young man. And that judge was properly enraged at that prosecutor, just uh, and, 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 and prosecutorial misconduct that he engaged in was almost, almost beggared belief. A malicious prosecution. That's a charge. That that that, no that is a rule that in the practice and procedures of a court. You know, malicious prosecution. Exactly. That this guy cast versions on this young man's right to remain silent and said that they should draw inferences from the fact that he didn't, and he had the opportunity to hear other people's uh, testimony on what happened that night, as though there was something wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's just is, unconscionable for him to do that. And that judge ripped him a new one 
And uh, the only thing I'm a little disappointed in is that he didn't just move. He didn't just issue either a directed verdict for acquittal or uh, a mistrial with prejudice. So they couldn't bring the charge. They should have motion for a direct verdict. I don't know why the defense didn't motion for a direct acquittal, verdict. Directed verdict for acquittal, I think. Yeah, I, I would have said, I've seen enough. In the interest of justice, I'm directing a verdict of acquittal. Yeah. Well, they got definite appealable issues there that that would definitely get overturned in the appellate court. But if he was convict, if he gets convicted, but, but if he's convicted, know, I, I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, you think no. 11, You think that twelve jurors are gonna convict him, even if one is inclined to? I don't know, Sarge. Oh, that means they'll have know. a mistrial. That means they would have the option to maybe file he's the charges against him. He's a white guy. Given he's what a white was, guy. what reveals <laughs> in the trial, why would they? Sarge, I just told you because he's a white guy. And, you know, and, and, and this political hot button. I'm surprised the Antifa's ain't out there, you know, disrupting the, the, the procedures. I'm surprised that's not happening. And, and, and they're going to play that political. Now, imagine if Trump was president right now. Oh, they would hang him. They'd hang him right now. You know, you know it. I mean, well, maybe not the jury, but maybe uh, in, the, in the press. They're already bad enough on this kid. They're acting like it was something horror, horrific he did because the authorities would not do their duty. The Kenosha police is ordered to stand down. The politicians who have the obligation to direct the Kenosha police to protect the public didn't do so. In fact, told them not to. So who the hell else is supposed to step up other than citizens? Well, thank you. That's the citizen's job. It's the duty of the citizens, the community. When the, that's up. when the authorities refuse to do their duty. Yeah. I mean, what, that's what I'm talking about, Sarge. People don't want, don't want to stand up and fight. It's like, come on, man. You know, it's our duty. It's our And it's Veterans Day today. What a perfect, perfect uh, day to talk about these responsibilities we have as citizens. Because look at what, they, what our veterans have done, the ones that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. You know? I mean, it's our duty to do the right thing. And, and we're not doing it. And I feel bad, angered about and that. As you far know? as I'm concerned, this kid... Kyle Rittenhouse epitomizes the citizen soldier. Now, he wasn't in service, but he did have skills. He did have training by official bodies like the police explorers and the Red Cross and all that. He was trained and certified as a medic. And he primarily went there not to shoot anybody, but to guard private property when the, when the authorities weren't doing so, to clean up graffiti, to help put out fires, and to offer medical attention. And you can hear it on the video they had. He's going down the street asking, does anyone need medical? He's there to help people. And yeah, he was prepared to defend himself because there wasn't anyone else around to defend him, and he got separated from his group. Then he's yeah. attacked by all kind of crazy people. You got this crazy uh, a, a child molester, a Rosenbaum, you know, Joseph Rosenbaum, convicted child molester. Uh, I don't know. Try, well, explain that one to me. He tried me. to touch I'm, the wrong I'm minor this time. That. <laughs> I'm ignorant on that. He tried to touch the wrong subject. minor this time. And, and this guy, <laughs> Huber, another convicted one. And the guy, Grosskreutz, Gage Grosskreutz who aimed the gun at him with the prosecutor said, well, you got to wait until you're shot before you can use force against someone else. Wait till they shoot you first, then you got justification to shoot. But this guy, Grosskreutz, is a convicted felon, convicted of burglary, on probation after a conviction for burglary, in possession of a firearm. And they didn't charge no, him with it. 
Well, I'm not worried about that. That 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 right. But the but the the child molestation stuff that got me a little bit. What's up with that? I don't know nothing about this. Wait, wait, say that again. I don't know nothing about this child molest this uh, child um, uh, pedophile crap. I don't know nothing about this. He was convicted. He was convicted. He has he's a convicted felon for child molestation. I believe child rape. Oh rape-y. God. He's oh, convicted, God. and I, it's not slander to say that about him. He's no, got a conviction not. for it. He's a registered sex offender. Oh no, what's he doing out there? You know, oh. He's out there. He's out there. He's a leftist Marxist man. He's agitating against the people who were there to protect private property. You can see him that in the video angry. issuing threats to um, a Kyle Rittenhouse and the others there who were armed to protect the property there. He said, if I catch you alone, I'm going to F and kill you. You can see him on the video saying that before he was shot. Why isn't he arrested? Why isn't, why isn't that guy arrested for saying that? Why didn't was he charged? I guess because Rittenhouse killed him. Oh, 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 oh. I thought there was somebody else. I thought it was the other people. No, no, too. no, they no. no this, this, this is Rosenbaum, the first guy he shot oh, okay. dead. The okay, second okay, guy okay, he I shot dead was Huber, who attacked him with a skateboard that some idiot woman on MSNBC said isn't a deadly weapon. I can kill you very easily with a skateboard. Oh, yeah. Someone and he hit that. him with a skateboard. <laughs> and then after he hit him and, and dazed him with the skateboard, he went at him again to hit him with the skateboard. And it was that time that Kyle Rittenhouse center punched his ass. Oh, I didn't know they were child molesters. They need to be. He needs to be given well, a medal. Well, Rosenbaum was, and not the other ones. <laughs> not not Rose Well, well he needs to be given a medal anyway. <laughs> uh, Huber was convicted of a crime. I can't think of what it was. All of them had been convicted of crimes. The child well, molestation was only Rosenbaum. Wow! Wow! I mean, this is ter- this is a, that now. Now you got me peaked. I didn't know all this. See, I, I, oh, you know, a lot about you heard me. I don't know if you heard me open up the show or I mean, not. But, how many know, times I... have you heard they said that he went across state lines with a firearm? That's another lie. He didn't. Wow. He was issued that firearm by someone else who lived in Wisconsin and let him borrow it. So he didn't come across state lines with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. But MSNBC and people, all them leftists you know? on MSNBC and CNN, they were repeating that lie. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and yeah. is anybody going to ask? Is anybody going to say, well, Rosenbaum shouldn't have been, I mean, Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been there to do his, what he saw as his civic duty. After all, he worked there as a lifeguard. He worked there in a fast food establishment, and he lived about 10 miles from the border in Illinois. So he was concerned That's about it. Why messaging he had, me to watch this stuff? <laughs> well, he had Everybody's friends and associates in that community that he knew and that he liked. So he was close with the community of Kenosha. So he goes there to do his duty, right? Well, how come we don't hear what in the goddamn hell are BLM and Antifa doing there rioting? You got questions yeah. about Rittenhouse, who goes there to protect people against them, but you got nothing whatsoever to say about the riotous bastards who went in there to burn the city down? Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I really and, despise and, these people. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how much I despise these people, Joe. I really can't. Yeah. yeah I don't I know. have a word. I, I, I wish I did. I, I hear it in your voice. I, that's why I'm letting you go ahead and sound off because you're, I didn't know all I this. Mean, it's I did not know anything about what they did to this kid, man. I mean, it really is. 
Wow. Wow. I, I guess then I have to retract my statement then. I didn't know nothing about this this trial. Man, I guess you need it was to pretty up big, on you know? this case. This is about as see, this is this is even this is orders of magnitude even worse than what they did to the McCluskeys. Remember them in in, in Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. See, they, 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 yeah, they were yeah, telling they us, the plea, we though. don't have the right to defend ourselves against these barbarians. No, I know. They copped the plea, though, the McCluskey, though. They didn't stand. I don't like that. They pled guilty. You know, they, they should have stood. Oh, that they was a mere formality. Um, uh, I believe that the governor pardoned them after he did it because he knew that was what they were going to oh, do. Oh, he did? Okay. All yeah, right. the governor well, pardoned them for know. that. I got another uh, caller here on the, wait, on the wings here. Anybody else who wants to join in here, I call. put the call out for everybody here to, you know, chime in here. I, so, you know. Uh, I've got to go down the list here. Let's go down. Go ahead. 314. Go ahead. Let's see who this is. Go ahead. Man, I tell you, I'm glad I know. I'm glad I know Sarge because he helps to soothe some of the anger I have, too. Because I let him say it and I keep my mouth shut. Absolutely right in the chat room there. Absolutely right in the chat room. There are morons literally posting on social media. They've been vaxxed three or four times like it's going to come kind of badge of courage. Oh, yeah, he's talking about that. But go ahead. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you were breaking up on me. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, you there? He, he was breaking up on me. You there? 314. I can't hear you, brother. can't hear you, man. He might have had some connection yeah. problems. I'm sure he's trying yeah, to get back. Yeah, I can't hear him. You can't hear him, right, Sarge? You can't hear him. I can't no, hear him. I can't hear him either. I can't hear him either. Yeah. I hope he calls well, back because well. I'm just telling you, man. But you need, really need to study this case, Joe, because it is truly a case of absolutely malicious prosecution intended to send a message to us, just like the McCluskeys, just like what they did with George Zimmerman, just like what they did with Officer Darren Wilson, just like they did with anybody like this. You cannot, you are not allowed to defend yourself against these barbarians who want to tear down this country and its civilization. You were supposed to stand well, they back are barbarians. Yeah, they are barbarians. They're, 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 you know, but they've been quiet lately, haven't they? I mean, have you heard anything going on with these? I mean, what happened? I mean, I know that West is still... in the White House now. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but Biden's it's still... in the White House. It's that simple. They're holding it. Well, what's the next look, generation? If, if the car is right, us. believe me, they'll come out from in the closet again. Trust me. Yeah, beyond, I'm you back, fellas. I keep clicking. There he is. There he my is. Grandson ahead, locked, my grandson left <laughs> his keys in the house and went out to the mailbox, so I had to throw mine out the window. <laughs> but I'm back. Hey, All but right, you know, here's ahead. the thing. Did you see the article that CBS wrote calling him a murder, murderer before the trial is over? That, that then, is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Wrong. He, 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 well, I hope he gets $100 million out of them. Then you got companies that's firing their employees. I think MES, Medical Emergencies uh, Technician or Service uh, Personnel, got fired because he donated ten dollars to Rittenhouse Trial, his son. Yeah, police Wait, officer. What's the name of this police company? Officer. Hang on. What? What's the name of this company? Well, I'm going to call them live on this show before this night's over. It was a police what's officer. The name of this they did the same thing to him. Yeah, and oh, you really? had some, something else went down like that, too. I just want to say this. These people need to be they need to be kicked out the damn country down there, but they need to be yeah. brought to task. Why would you do something like that? You mean, and wait a minute. 
Now, Sarge, you made mention that he was trained by the Red Cross, right? So I guess we're supposed to start boycotting the, the Red Cross. And the police, I believe, in either Illinois or Wisconsin. He was in a police explorer program. I'm not sure in which state, but he was definitely trained by them as well. I guess we have to start boycotting the Red Cross, being that they <laughs> trained him for what he was doing. Providing medical attention to those who may and who did need it. What's the name of the police officer? What's the police department that got fired? This police officer. Does anybody know? Uh, it was a police department in Virginia. I can't remember which jurisdiction, but it definitely did. He did it on his own time, on his own Facebook page or his own internet media. He didn't use he didn't use company Facebook. They found right. out about it and fired him. I gotta get. I'm gonna oh. call them live before this show's over. But go ahead, guys. Go ahead, talk, please. I'll see if I, I hope get he you gets a big seller. I'll get you the name of the department because I I stored it on my computer somewhere. I gotta okay. find it. Okay. And you All know, right, here's uh, another thing. Where is the conservative Benjamin Crump? You know the lawyer yeah, that goes out yeah. there. And, yeah. Where is that the one that type of lawyer that represents conservatives that go out and get these astronomical settlements for these victims? Kyle needs to yeah. have a, an astronomical award to him, too, from CBS and others that have put these disparity lives. And also notice this, how the news report thing, how to listen to a news media report, Kyle Rittenhouse, who allegedly shot blah, blah, blah. Now, if he had a shot a black man, it would have said, White man, Kyle Rittenhouse, shot black man, blah, blah, blah. You see how they put the news out? You see yeah, how well, they use minute, these there's adjectives? There's something that's even more subtle than that, Bianchi. First of all, uh, you got to remember, Rosenbaum, Huber, and Grosskreutz, even though they were white men, they became black men by huge. proxy because of the cause that they supported. Well, hell, that damn Joe Biden called Kyle a white supremacist, and both oh, of these victims yeah, were white. He slandered him. To, to go to show you how dumb and crazy this stuff has gotten in this well, country. Well, he's a mental retard anyway. Hey, I got another caller here who wants to jump in here, guys. Let me oh, bring I him got on, the huh? name of that police officer right. yeah, give me that, give for me, you give me the that name. department if you want it. Yeah, give it to me, please. Uh, the name was Lieutenant William Kelly. He worked for the Norfolk Police Department. He was fired after he, denoted to, after he donated $25 to Rittenhouse's defense fund. Again, Lieutenant William Kelly worked in internal affairs for the Norfolk Police Department. Okay, I'll be on that in a second. All right, let me take this next caller, guys. Uh, 520. Bring him on, bring him on. We, I like to see the phone boards light up. That's good. Go ahead there, 520. Evening, Joe. This is... Uh... Harry down in Arizona. Oh, Harry, how are you down there in Arizona? I was thinking about you the other day. I had um, I had a, a Hollywood uh, a, a film producer on who's an investigator. He makes movies from your area, and he was investigating a corrupt judge in your area. And I was saying, man, I wish Harry was on here listening to this. Uh, I'd like to link him up with you, but go ahead, Harry. <laughs> I actually know such. I actually knew such a corrupt judge. He he passed away, but our our local JP here had a had a a, a drinking problem and uh, some hundred and forty four thousand dollars and uh, people's ticket money come up missing and other things happened too. I had some issues in that court as well, but uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for these producers to come out and make movies and things. I uh, I don't mind being an extra or the uh, the, the villain in those productions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> What's well, on your mind tonight, man? Well, I've been watching the clown show What is the World lately, uh, uh, since we've been deplatformed on our other uh, station there, but... Uh, yeah, I've been watching these. We've got three big trials going on right now. The Rittenhouse fun. we got the Charlottesville Civil Trial and the Jogger Trial in Georgia. It's like, and, and it's just unbelievable uh, what I've seen so far as far as these prosecutors. Uh, uh, it's just unreal. Uh, you know, I'm, that could be any of us on trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, thank you. Thank so. you for saying that. You're absolutely correct. It's us next, actually. You know? Right. Uh, they are attempting, uh, you know, to, uh, well, criminalize self-preservation. Uh, uh, people were complaining about how the uh, people just stood around and watched uh, a, a person get raped on a train in Philadelphia. Well, why is that happening? Well, because people who do step in and try to get involved end up on trial. And, that's uh, right. That's part of the problem in this country. You know, people just sit hey, there with their phones and record it. Yeah, hey, Harry, while well, I got you on the podcast here, hey, listen, man, if you're bored on Sunday nights, uh, you want to do your show on my platform, you're more than welcome to, you know? I mean, uh, I'll, you know, we could talk about that maybe if you want. It's up to you, whatever you, you know. I'm just I thought, saying I I'd offer time, it to you. Huh? You know, I, I don't mind doing I've, I've been doing these for years, and it's kind of weird having a break, but uh, my <laughs> wife and I went down to the border. Went down to the border for a few days to uh, see what was happening down here in the Yuma sector. And, um, you know, it's, it's hopping down there right now. So we got thousands of more people showing up here at the gate, looking to get in, looking to get benefits. Uh, I guess we're going to be expecting a measles outbreak coming up here over the winter. Um, oh, boy. Oh, See, we need oh, reports, Gary. <laughs> we need reports. We need this. We need your reports from the border, man. I'm, you know how many people have called me and asked me what happened to you? Like they're like, how come he's not uh, on no more? A lot of people actually liked your show. <laughs> yeah, we just vaporized. We disappeared. We're coming back on. We're working on that. Uh, I'm looking over some software I got sent here. We're gonna attempt to come back, come back to life with a video format, so you actually get to see my face. Uh, oh, well that could be uh, Harry. Uh, me, that's so. you just scared everybody away. <laughs> but, uh, I'm messing with no, you. No, no, the, the border is surging again. It's, it's not hot anymore. The temperature's down here in the 80s right now. Perfect weather for hopping across the border, you know, jumping on the Border Patrol Uber and, and, and you know, getting three hops in a cot and all the other benefits that uh, you and I and the rest get. of those taxpayers <laughs> are flipping the bill yeah. for. <laughs> It's terrible. It's terrible. It's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. I mean, how many – all these people, and they're going to be voters too. And they just shot down a Trump lawsuit. Uh, it was in the news today, uh, uh, something that Trump brought forward. I don't know if Sarge or Bianchi knows about that. But uh, what's going on in Maricopa, Maricopa County over there? I mean, they're always in the freaking news, man. I, I mean, they've always got something going on there, yeah. corruption-wise. Corruption well, Maricopa County is the fifth largest county in the United States, and it's growing. And uh, – uh, with the uh, the recent, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the you know recount and the audit of the ballot and stuff, which is still sketchy. I'm still not sure what those results really are. Uh, we have all kinds of corruption going on here. It's, it's a large county. It covers a lot of square miles. Lots of people moving in, and 
<laughs> there's always something going on, even with Joe Arpaio out of the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember I watched a documentary on that one about the prisoner that reported all that, that, that broke that, that inmate. He was an ecstasy dealer, and, uh, um, and he was selling pills in, you know, in, that, in that county down there, and he got locked up in there, and he started writing letters, you know, because the, uh, the Aryan Brotherhood, I guess, right. murdered a guy, that, and he reported that. He ratted them out because he was a pedophile, so, they, you know, he got what he deserved. He got kicked in the head, you know, uh, but uh, <laughs> the thing of it is is that he, he, he was writing uh, uh, letters to the outside about what was going on, and I guess the conditions were really bad in the jail uh, there. I mean, uh, I mean, the guy was like, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know, I don't know what your stance is on that, but I don't know about eating uh, blue baloney. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, actually, uh, the Maricopa County Jail has gone meatless, so you don't even get the the colored baloney. Oh anymore. Lord! They, oh, they, they got to cater the no, Muslims. They, they, <laughs> uh, they went meatless. Uh, they're they they got a you know a, a diet there where they have no meat, and they only serve two meals a day instead of three. Uh, some years what? ago, they served, yeah, yeah. They, they used to serve like breakfast at 3 a.m. and then, uh, and then it's like, uh, you know, uh, they, they served all three of your meals within a, with a 12-hour span of time. Now they're down to two meals, no meat, and they got this thing. Uh, I don't know if they still have it, but when Arpaio was sheriff, they had this weird-looking punishment loaf, which was a rectangular cake of. I'm not sure what it was, but they showed people on TV trying to eat it. But um, no, jail's not supposed to be a nice place. It's not supposed to be more comfortable than the hotel I'm paying whatever per night to stay in with the, you know, the continental breakfast in the morning with the with the powdered eggs and the toast. <laughs> Yeah, but Harry, like you said, though, we're next, though, like the Kyle there. You know, we're next. We right. might be living in one of those places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well I've, I've been talking about that for a long time. No, we patrol the border <laughs> down here. We carry yeah. guns. We deal with the drug cartel and stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of us uh, you know, are concerned about that because no matter what we do, if we ever find ourselves in a life-or-death situation where we actually have to pull the trigger it's going to be bad whether we're right or wrong. You know, we're going to be in the I know, hot seat. I know. And we, we talked about I, that yeah. 12 years ago, that you know, if something ever went soft down here with the cartels, we're the ones that are going to get in trouble. The transnational criminals are going to be the plaintiffs. And that was, you know, we knew Thank that. you. Good point. Uh, good point. Yeah, that, you know, that's a good point. And that's something people really need to start talking about and bringing it out in the open right. because you just made an excellent point. Because, man, you live down there. You have a right to defend your life, liberty, and property. That is, you know, and that's terrible. Those freaking monkeys come up there from freaking the border there, those damn uh, uh, cartel members, those criminals. Those are scumbags right there, man. And they're and they're terrorizing down there. Not you, but other people along the Texas border. And, and we as Americans need to stand up against that. That is terrible. That is disgusting. You know, we should never allow something like that. Never. Man, no, no it's it it never been allowed to fly. And you know, now we have these cartels firing rounds across the border on a weekly basis, and uh, we're just supposed to sit there and take incoming fire. You know, uh, oh. the, the Border Patrol and the National Guard down there in Texas, they're on the receiving end of gunfire, and uh, they're not allowed to shoot back. You know, if I had a yeah. highway, uh, you know, somebody fires around across the border, three or four mortar rounds are going to go back across. 
that well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypothetically, well, of course. You, you, you yeah. have to you have to fight fire with fire, and you have to you know <laughs> carry a bigger stick than they have. And the problem That's we right. could make this problem go away in seven to ten days. That's all it would take. You're look, right. at, look at Poland. Look at Poland over there. Look what they're doing. They did this like bam, like that. There they are. Fences up, armed troops over there. You know, fire some tear gas over them. The next time it's going to be bullets. And guess what? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, pro- the problem is going to stop. Uh, uh, well, we you call to, in, call yeah, in right at 18. That's what you do. Biden is command, the problem is Biden is commander in chief. It's going to be up to the citizens and the states to do something about this because the federal government has completely abrogated its duty and its responsibility. Completely. Yeah, next time they fire over the border like that, call in an A-10. That's what you do. Well, we have those right here, 60 miles from my house. They fly A-10s up and down this bombing range, which is where they cross over. Now, we have drug smugglers and illegal But again, illegal Joe Biden aliens. is the commander-in-chief of those A-10s. He ain't going to do exactly. nothing. He's going to give them explicit right. orders to never do anything. He's going yeah, to hang, on, the, Sarge, the, hang on, The citizens hang, and hang the on, states Sarge, are going to have to force Joe Biden to respond because he's not going to do it on his own. But hang on, Sarge. Hang on, Harry. When they, when they, have they had any instances so far down there at the border? Or I know you don't, you know, know every single inch of the border, but in your neighborhood where people have have. Uh, well, we know if it's a, if it's a fellow, you know, a Mexican or whatnot, they're not going to, you know, they'll get a slap on the wrist. But a white family that that defends their ranch against these Mexican cartels or Mexicans that come over, have anybody been prosecuted for doing that? Because that's something that needs to be exposed. If that's true. Uh, this happened actually a few years ago, um, I'm thinking about a decade ago. There was a uh, a rancher who did actually detain cartel drug deals and things and uh, uh, he was sued and he lost uh, the presiding oh judge God. over that case was named I think David Roll he was one of the people killed during the Gabby Gifford wow. shooting thing down in Tucson I think he might yep. have been the primary target and uh, Gabby Giffords was just mm. collateral damage but you know this has happened where you know the government's come in and prosecuted with the help of the ACLU and the SPLC and the ADL and these other alphabet groups, and they'll actually take your ranch, they'll <laughs> yeah, take so- your ranch away from you uh, because you, you're getting these. You know, there's a lot of low people in high places that launder this drug money, and they don't want to see that revenue that revenue stream dry up. That's why this is happening. There's money in this. Uh, anytime you have a problem, look look where the money's going. And this is what's happening here. You know, we we have a huge industry down here revolved around this border being open, not closed. You know, the drug revenue, the money laundering, and on the backside we have the corrections industry, which also makes a lot yeah. of money down here. I live in a I live in Pulau County, which is called Penal Colony because we got a prison and a jail for just about everybody here. <laughs> Yeah, we got state, we got immigration, we got we got county, we we got we got a lock up for everybody. Uh, in fact, according it's to the man. census, the bulk majority of our uh, people of color population are males that are in prison. It's a symbiotic relationship. Democrats yeah. get undocumented yeah. Democrats, and a cartel gets richer. Yeah, well, yeah. as I said, there's, yeah. there's, there's, it's all boils down to following that money. Follow the money, see where it goes. 
and you see what's going on. You know, it's it's not about the sovereignty of our country. It's about you know some bank getting some per- proceeds from laundering the drug money could comes through here. We're talking three, four hundred billion dollars, you know, a year at least, plus the human uh, smuggling yeah. money, another big chunk of the, the chunk of the pie. These people that are coming up here pay thousands of dollars to get smuggled into the United States. And the same that's cartel right. that's bringing the drugs here is the same one bringing the people here. Well, all you got to do is make and sure you're in soul. there we away to, to get separated from your child, and then they'll pay you almost half a million dollars per person. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, guys. I'm going to call this police department. I'm going to call this uh, this Norton Falk. I want to get them on the spot here. They fired this guy for supporting uh, – I want to get the story straight, so name? Kyle – that, yeah, okay. $25 to Kyle Rittenhouse's defense fund on his own internet access page. I've Hang on, Joseph. The, uh, and they the, found out about it and they fired him. Hang yep. on, Joseph. The uh, city manager name is Chip Fowler, F I L E R. Yeah, I won't get him. And the right officer now. name was William Kelly. All right, oh, okay, William Kelly. Internal Affairs. Yeah, and what happened is that uh, somebody hacked the FundMe page, the FundMe information of people that's donating to Cal, and that's how they brought up uh, William Kelly. Yeah, you're supporting uh, a white guy, man. You're supporting a white guy. You can't do that. You know, you cannot to do that. I mean, well, you're absolutely right. Soon. Well, yeah. well, they, they, a they white man is going to be acquitted of a crime that he was accused of. Yeah. We need to Hang find on. out who donated to that kid in uh, Texas that shot up the four and uh, had a bill of $75,000. Look at Kyle's bill bond, $2 million. Yeah, that's crazy. I want to get on that, black. too. Let me see. Let me, go, let me give these guys a call. Let me see what's going on here. Uh, uh, let me just see if this could be. There's three departments in Nor- Norfolk, so I, hopefully I got the right one here. You know, but uh, I'm sure they'll connect me to the right one if I need to be uh, – connected so let me get this number punched in here and let's put them on the spot man because this is i'm a complaining citizen and i want some answers here you know so this is not right and this needs to stop they need to stop all right let's see if we can get them on the line here let's see what happens routine number you have reached the police operations center if this is an emergency please hang up and dial 911 for the dispatch non-emergency line dial one for the public information officer dial two for the Office of Professional Standards, dial 3. For all other inquiries, please stay on the line. Police Operation Center, Officer Lee, may I help you? Yes, Officer, I'm making an inquiry here. Is this the, the department that uh, that recent news story, William Kelly, they fired uh, William Kelly for donating to Kyle Wittenhouse? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, this is the one. This no, is the that's, you know, I want to make a complaint. That is absolutely despicable. And what is going on? You guys don't have freedom to associate with anybody? You guys have to, you know, what is this, communism? I woke up this morning in Russia. I mean, that guy shouldn't have been fired. I mean, I don't know if you're able to talk about it, but, I mean, I just don't think that's right. Hello? Hello? Hey, what did you hang up on me? <laughs> he hung up. Couldn't take the pressure. <laughs> he hung up. Hey, that tells you all you need to know, does it? <laughs> but you know, here's the thing, Joseph. It says that he violated department rules. Well, let me say this. 
Department rules pandemics. It was in the in the article. Department oh, okay. rules and pandemics does not. And I say again, does not surplant the U.S. Constitution, especially in this case of freedom of speech. Well, well, look at that. And, look at that. And freedom of association as well. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I said to the guy. Freedom of, you know what I mean? I said, what do you do? What did I do? Wake up in uh, Russia this morning, you know? Uh, but uh, hang on, he hung up on me. That pisses me off. Hang on here. Uh, is there another <laughs> number there? Uh, uh, I, I, hey, yeah. man, are you surprised? <laughs> well, I need to talk to a supervisor. Hot potato, hot potato. You don't want to touch it, especially now well, that it looks like the kid's gonna get acquitted. Well, what, what, yeah, but he doesn't support his fellow officer. I mean, I don't. What do you think his stance was? He supports that kind of thing. I don't get it. Why do you hang up on me? And this well, guy, Chip Fowler, probably, probably <laughs> wouldn't want to say to give his position publicly. I can understand Maybe I'll call him that. up here and see. Uh, what I can't understand is why he hung up on you, though. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't you know get this that. guy, this guy Chip Fowler, who's the city manager. I thought that personnel issues have to go through the a committee or a commission there with the. No, with they have that a union. City. I thought. Don't they have a union? Well, yeah, they do have a union that represent the employee. But when you have well, employee union. issues. We have employee issues. You're supposed to go through uh, the, the city council acting in the form of a commission before you go firing people like that. Well, I don't want to get involved in all those damn procedures. The bottom line is this, the Constitution. He has a right to do You know, look, if he wants to donate money to Whitnouse, he wants to donate money to the moon, the man on the moon. It's his business. You know, he shouldn't be fired for it. What is this? You know what I mean? And by the way, do you realize that he made his donation anonymously? Well, how'd they find out then? Well, he did, here's what he, he did write a message, and this is what the message that he wrote said. He said, God bless. Thank you for your courage. Keep your head up. You've done nothing wrong. Every rank-and-file police officer supports you. Don't be discouraged by actions of the political class of law enforcement leadership. And that was it. Well, why did that guy hang up on me then? What do you think I was complaining He's about? He's an asshole. It? Hell, I donated to Kyle Rittenhouse Defense. I hope they come messing with me. My name is on there also. Well, so you're not there. It's Pianchi. It's Pianchi. It's spelled P-I-A-N-K-I. You're the wrong color, man. You guys, you know, that, that, that right there won't even – well, you may make the news. Actually, you may be ousted from your, your uh, community. I don't know. But I'm just saying that this is wrong all across the board anyway. If you want to donate some money privately on your own time to an organization or to a fund or a cause, you should not be fired from your job. I mean, this is really bad. You know, and they need to call well, out on that. I'm going to call them. I'm going to donate again. I'm going to donate some more money. I want them to know how to spell my name. a Soviet moment. We better just go ahead and accept the fact we are living in a Soviet Red Guard time. We yeah. are. And we just better we face are. it and realize all of this is inspired by Red Guard Sovietism. Hell, that bastard Biden is getting ready to put up an out-and-out communist, Leninist, Marxist, Leninist for office of the comptroller of the currency, for God's sake, who thinks that the government should bankrupt the energy industry. Well, sorry, I mean, I what, that what more is there to say, for God's sake? <laughs> Well, Sarge, I got you fired up. Uh, Harry, yeah, fired up, you, you, you got, 
Harry, you got some final thoughts to tonight's podcast? I, I, I didn't hear your response on that, but the, uh, if you're bored or whatever, get in touch with me. You know, we can get you on the podcast if you're bored or whatever. You know, you want to do your own thing without, you know, whatever. If you want to do some reports from the border, I mean, it's open for you. I mean, I'll offer it to you, you know, uh, you know so it's up to you. But uh, give me some final thoughts here on tonight's podcast, man. Well, we'll figure that part out. So we're planning to return with a video format, but if the delay gets any longer, yeah, I'd be more than happy to come on air and give some border reports because, uh, as I said, it's heating up down here with the temperature going down. So uh, expect many more thousands of border crossers, which we're all going to be expected to support. And, you know, that's we can't continue this. This immigration problem is unsustainable. Uh, we can't right. be the world's refugee camp because we're going to wake up someday. There's going to be four or five hundred million people here, and we won't be able to keep the lights on. Got that right. Got that right, yeah. Harry. That's Damn right, it. man. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Uh, and most of them are going to be voting for Democrats. You can count on that. Absolutely. Well, I'm not worried about exactly the right. I'm worried about everything else yeah. in between that. It doesn't even matter we saying. vote anymore, though. So I, I think they're not yeah. worried about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bianchi, go ahead. You want a couple thoughts here at the end here? I'm getting ready to wrap it up here. I'm done my 10-minute Well, mark, so I was going to say this. When I get off here, I'm going to donate again to the Rittenhouse. And I there want the hex to make sure they know how to spell my name. It's P. I-A-N-K-I, so you don't get it wrong. And make sure you donate to the NSM platform, too. Make sure you drop it down. You know what I mean? Support the NSM because they're going video. We're going, man, we need a video. We need a live news news platform out there with that, that's out there on the street hitting the third, man. You know, and, and look, these things cost money, guys. You know, I hate to break it to everybody, you know. I, I was looking at some of that stuff. You know, this stuff costs money, and, and we don't have the ban- unlimited funds like a banker does, you know, these bankers out there. And we don't get supported by George Soros, you know. So, <laughs> you know, we got we got we to gotta start uh, coming together here, you know, and uh, putting our little pennies and our little uh, $100 bills together here and uh, start start thinking about something that we can do here that would – I think I like the video thing. I really like that idea. I think it will be really good to have a visual to everything. Um, Sarge, I'll give you, I, I mean, you're on fire tonight, so go ahead, take us out here with a couple minutes, and then I'll uh, wrap up the podcast, man. I yeah, I really here. wish, I mean, I, 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 and I don't know if I'm sounding histrionic or whatever, but I really don't think, I mean, I, I really don't think that I am. All I'm saying is that it's, it's time for a Paul Revere moment here. I mean, it really, I mean, we need Paul Revere's get out there and start screaming loud. The British ain't coming. The British, it would be different. The British wasn't bad compared to what's on the horizon coming for for the rest of us. This is infinitely worse. Coming. The British weren't the a bunch of Marxists. Yeah, the British weren't a bunch of Marxists. These people are imbued with the most poisonous and destructive philosophy ever seen by mankind, and they're coming to wipe out every single one of our liberties and put us under total and absolute totalitarian control. Guys, I can't agree with that more. And, Harry, same thing. Thanks for the report on the border. Um, yeah, because you got quite a fan club out there, Harry. Uh, believe me, and uh, many of them are my listeners that they go over and listen to your platform, uh, Joe, and they were they were – they were like, what happened? What happened? I was like, why? Because I thought they were wondering about my show. They didn't care about my show. They were wondering about your show. 
I'm like, damn, man, thanks. You know, but, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, it's that, that, that 50 and up crowd, I guess. They they really, you know, they like the message that you bring, I guess. You know, what would you make sense? You know, what the heck? You know, you you got to be articulating your message. And, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, they don't like that. You know, they don't, they're just, they want to hear reason, voice reason and uh you, you do a good job bringing that on your show. You bring your your stories are well put together, so obviously you prepare well, and uh, you know what you're saying, and you, you know how to bring your message across. So, but uh, but anyway, hey man, God bless the Republic, and uh, thanks everybody for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Next show, when's the next show? I guess maybe uh, Sunday night, so or Saturday night. Excuse me, Saturday night. So hey, good night everybody. God bless the Republic. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.